and just pray together. Lord, we love you. Jesus, we love you. Jesus, we love you. We love you. We welcome you. Lord, we welcome you this morning. We are excited to meet with you. We are excited to worship you together. Lord, we, yes, yes, we give you our hearts afresh. Tenderize our hearts. So we would have soil to receive all that you have this morning. We love you. We bless you. We thank you. And we worship you. Amen. 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 Your name is the highest. Your name is the greatest. Your name stands above them all all thrones and dominions all powers and positions your name stands above them all your name your name is the highest your name is the greatest your name stands above Great. 
There's only one word to describe. 
I don't wanna talk about you like you're not in the room. I wanna look right at you, wanna sing right to you. I don't wanna talk about you like you're not in the room. I wanna look right at you, wanna sing right to you. I don't wanna talk about you like you're not in
This morning, I was at the songs we were singing. I was I was really feeling that uh, that God wanted to fulfill John 17. 今天早上在敬拜的时候，我感觉到神很清晰的对我讲，他要复兴复还约翰福音十七章。Sorry, um, I in I in you. 我在你里面。You and me, 你在我里面。Him and us, 他在我们里面。That the world may know. 所以世界能够知道。I I really feel in my spirit that God wants to ignite that. 我感觉到在我的灵里面，神要重燃。Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I live, I live for you alone. 我为你而活。Every breath that I take. 我每一口的气息。Every moment that I wake. 我存留的每一刻。Lord, have your way in me. 主，愿你的旨意在我身上成就。Jesus, Jesus prayed, and he said, God, I pray for them that they, that I, that I don't lose them. 耶稣为门徒祷告，主，呃，请你，呃，保护他们。Make make your way manifested in them. 让你的旨意在他们身上能够彰显出来。I believe that that's a fulfillment of what we are singing. 我相信这就是，呃，他为我们祷告的这个彰显。Amen. Amen. 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 So, Lord, continue to have Your way in us. 所以主继续在我们中间行走
Amen. So precious to be together to worship Him. Thank you, Marilyn. Good morning. Thank you, Marilyn. Do we believe it? Good morning. It's going to be a good morning. If you don't believe it, it's going to be a good one. Because you're here. God's here. And we're together. Check your neighbor to see if they're here. <laughs> I'm not believing it. Alright, squeeze them. Are they here? Okay, good morning. I'm gonna speak it until you believe it. Today's a good morning. Amen. Amen. A few weeks ago, just a, a, a verse has been an overarching verse that's been in my heart. And it's Joel 2.19. Joel, yeah, Joel. Uh, 2.19. I am sending you grain. Say grain. Grain. I'm sending you grain. New wine. And oil. Let's say grain. New wine. And oil. And then pray for your pastor to receive a message about that in a few weeks. But very briefly, I believe God's giving us grain. Like seed. Seed. Can be made, the grain can be made into bread. But we don't store bread. Because bread will go bad. We get daily bread. But we get seed for the future. And we are in a, a season of, of collecting grain. Oil. I believe even this morning God wants to give us some new oil. In fact, we always want oil. Right? One of the markers of being a wise follower, a wise version, is having oil. And also new wine. And once say again, grain. New wine. And oil. And maybe in some measure as, as we empty ourselves as a vessel. May the Lord pour out what we need this morning. Some of us need grain. To sow into the future. To make bread for today. Some of us are, are, are thirsty and dry. We're asking God for new wine. And may you pour out oil. And that 
I was happy to get that off my chest. <laughs> I believe this morning God is saying something to us specific. Exodus 14, verse 15. And I particularly like the NLT, the New Living Translation. If we can pull the New Living Translation, that'd be the most fun. Okay. Then the Lord said to Moses, Why are you crying out to me? Tell the people, get moving. Get moving. Tell your neighbor, get moving. Now the, the the backdrop behind this verse was that the Israelites had just left uh, Egypt. They had left uh, it was so instantaneous that the Egyptian army all of a sudden Awoken, he said, Wait a minute, what did we just do? We just let them go, we need to chase them. They had only been in camp for like a few days at most. And they were being chased by the Egyptian army on one side, and the other, they were funneled through mountains and they were standing on a beach up against. The Red Sea. They were stuck. We're going to use that word a few times today. They were stuck. Whenever you're stuck, Sometimes when you stop moving for a while, your muscles, your muscles get stiff. And what do people tell you to do? Get moving. Tell the people, get moving. Okay? But this is really interesting. That was Exodus 14. Moments earlier, a chapter earlier, was Exodus 13. Exodus 13, verse 17. One way to kind of get unstuck is to not look at yourselves through your own eyes. But define yourself how God sees you. Check this one out. Exodus 13 verse 17. When Pharaoh finally let the people of God go, it took ten plagues, it took a lot of negotiating for 400 years 
The Israelites knew nothing but serving Pharaoh. They were really good by the by the end of the 400 years of making brick. It wasn't easy for Pharaoh to let his brick-making army uh, leave. But finally, when Pharaoh let them go, God did not lead them on the road that runs through the Philistine territory. Even though that was the shortest way. God knew it was the shortest way. The Israelites might have known. I don't know if they knew that, but people would have known that was the shortest way. God, when you take us on a journey, why don't you take me on the shortest way? Well, we know God knows best. So God says, I'm going to take them the long route from Egypt to their promise. And God says to himself, because he's wise not to say it straight to the children's face, because the children don't have the capacity to understand. So he says to himself, if the people are faced with a battle, they might change their minds and they'll go back to Egypt. God created us. He knows how we think. He knows our weakness. And He prepares a way for us to deal with that weakness so that we become strong. He didn't throw them straight into the fire. Because he's a good father. But a good father also doesn't ignore his children's weakness. A good parent does not ignore their children's weakness. But they find ways to bring that weakness into strength. And God says, we could have got there faster, but we're going to take the long way because you guys are a little bit weak and you're going to turn around. And that's probably how the Israelites saw themselves. We're too weak to fight anybody. Then the exact next verse. So God led them through a route through the wilderness to the Red Sea, and the Israelites left Egypt like a marching army. Wait a second. God just said, these guys are too weak to fight anybody. But they walked out like a marching army. Be strong. Become strong. And do the work. That was last week. Can we, can we leave that up? 
God knew that they were not ready to fight. Doesn't matter, God still called them an army. God still described them as an army. It's not how you see yourself. It's how he sees you that gets you unstuck. It's his promise that says, I will take them through, even though they're weak. Even though there's a big chance they're going to turn around and turn from me. God purposely, intentionally designed that route. Knowing the present weakness. Knowing their, uh, their weakness militarily. Their weakness emotionally. Their weakness mentally. But God says this is an army. He doesn't say it once. Next chapter. The one, I, the one I just read to start off this morning. What happened? 14 verse 19. Says the angel of God who had been traveling in front of Israel's army. Withdrew and went behind them. The pillar of cloud also moved from in front and stood behind them. Verse 20, coming between the armies of Egypt. And of Israel. That might have been the ESV, I'm not sure. But regardless, as they're standing in front of the, uh, the, the, the Red Sea, God again calls them His army. Even the connotation host of Egypt, host of Israel, they're talking about army ranks. But like five verses ago, these people are like, Moses, why did you take us out of Egypt? You should have left us there. They were a whining army. Yet God sovereignly moved on their behalf because he said, tell them it's time to move. When God moves, don't get stuck. Like, honestly, I don't think there was even one weapon in the camp. 400 years serving as slaves, 
What weaponry would they have? The most they could make is bricks to throw at people. And yet God didn't look at what was in their hand. He said, this is my army. You, you get that the, the different view is so different. How they saw themselves and how God saw them. So, it's not about how we see ourselves. Especially when God says move. Because when God is about to move and when He's about to fulfill His plans, our lack of faith won't can't get will not get in the way. Our lack of faith will not change God's plans. And sometimes in this house we use the phrase um, when the fullness of time comes. That's when You've been waiting for so long, you've been pregnant and you've been holding something and you've been waiting for so long, you're like, when? But when the fullness of time comes, the things that you worried about would get in the way no longer get in the way. And of time comes, God promises are fulfilled and things begin to move because He begins to move. Our lack of faith will not keep God from fulfilling His plans. We think of Zechariah who was in the temple faithful. He's serving, doing his rounds, and all of a sudden an angel sneaks up on him. And the angel says to Zechariah, Hey, your prayers have been answered. Now the Bible doesn't write this down, but I, I'm, I'm thinking Zechariah says, but after getting all scared, he's like, what prayer? What prayer? And angel says, the one that you've been praying for about having a child. And he says, I stopped praying that years ago. How do I know he said, I stopped praying that years ago? Because he says to the angel, I'm 90, she's 90. Hello, have you looked at us? The chances of that prayer ever being answered are gone. And in that aspect of his faith and his prayer, he was stuck. Other parts of his serving in his life weren't stuck. He was still faithful in the house. 
But that one dream that he carried, that one promise that he carried was stuck. And God says, Your stuckness doesn't affect how I move. Your lack of faith doesn't affect my plans. However, your lack of faith affects your role in my plans. Because what happened to him? He lost the ability to speak and respond and rejoice while everybody else in the city couldn't stop rejoicing. The Bible said he was silent. He couldn't speak. His tongue got stuck. I believe if individually when we're out of sync with God, it affects our ability to be in sync with the community. You see, for the other nine months, everybody who saw Abraham and, sorry, who saw Zechariah, right? And Elizabeth, they were rejoicing. They're like, this is impossible. And they would be laughing. And they would be like, that would be the proper response. But Zechariah's lack of proper response or response ability to respond when God was moving affected his ability to respond with the people he should have been rejoicing alongside but his tongue was stuck I think his tongue got stuck because his mind got stuck. He stayed in a place he shouldn't have and he dwelled there. He took too much time staying in a place that was not a dwelling place. When God says move, it's time to move. But when we start creating dwelling places because we're comfort where we are, we're comfortable where we are. We get stuck. When God doesn't answer a prayer that or doesn't do something that we thought he was gonna do, oftentimes we get stuck. Delayed answers to prayer, delayed um, things about promises, when they, when they don't get answered, we get stuck. And Zachariah's mind got stuck. Yet, 
God answered. <laughs> God answered a prayer. He, did, he stopped praying. Because it was time to move. It was Jesus was on the way, so John the Baptist had to prepare the way. And Zechariah, it doesn't matter that you don't believe, but you're the you're the priest that's carrying the anointing from the very beginning. It's on you, buddy. I'm coming to you. So in a way, the, the, the phrase that I feel um, or try to use this morning is, Zechariah was old wine skinning. I should have given you a warning. I did not know old wine skinning was a verb. <laughs> what is old wine skinning? That is using, that's using the old mindset, the old way of functioning to try to embrace what new thing the Lord wants to do. And Jesus, in, in three different Gospels, talked about you can't put new wine in old wine skins. Otherwise, the, the wine skin will burst. And both the wine and the skin are lost. You can't put new ideas into old mindsets. You don't get new results with old behaviors and habits. Right. And, and for those of us, we probably already know this, but New wine is alive, it's active. It, it, it creates gas, it, it ferments. It bubbles and it expands. And gas is released. And only a fresh, uh, flexible, pliable container can move with that stretching. And the beauty of it is that the, the wine skin will age with the wine. But when the, the wine is all poured out, so that's when it's empty. And maybe the wine of the old season is all poured out. Last year's vintage grapes is all poured out. And there's time for this year's grapes. The wine skin has to be flexible. And the beauty of it is that you don't have to throw out an old wineskin. There are actually ways to recover it. You can renew it. 
We'll set that, that thought aside for a moment. You, can, you can't put new ideas into old mindsets. And here's Zechariah. The new ideas, the, the promise is here. But his old man said, this, this is impossible. I'm past that. But I read a, a verse and I became encouraged. He was old wine skinning. You can't put new things in old places. But did you know you can put old bones in new places? That's a weird phrase. You can put old bones in new places. What do I mean by that? Remember Joseph? How he prepared Egypt. And he he stored enough grain for seven years of plenty for seven years of famine. Way before Moses and Joshua came. But he made his son's promise. Don't leave my bones in Egypt. Even if I die, don't leave my bones in Egypt. Because this is only a passing place. This is not a dwelling place. I'm not going to be stuck here even if I die. What did he say? Promise me you're going to take my bones to the promised land. You see, old mindsets will not embrace the new. Will not embrace the impossible. Joseph didn't have old mindsets, he just had old bones. He didn't have old mindset. He just simply had old bones. But he said, bury me where I see God promised us, even though I don't see it yet. And this is crazy. It says Moses took the bones of Joseph. For Joseph made the sons of Israel solemnly swear, God will surely visit you, and you will carry my bones with you from here. I'm not stuck here. And here's how my, the weird part of my brain thinks. The Israelites ate the last Passover meal really quickly and had to leave right away, right? 
Who was in charge of packing Joseph's bones? 谁好像是来来做把这个约瑟的这个骸骨收集的这个事情呢 ？Like was there a guy that kind of the keeper of the Stanley Cup that had gloves and just held his bones? For 400 years, everybody else is pack up your tent. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. 每个人都是说，嘿，把我们的帐篷给把它弄收集好，让我们赶快走，赶快走，赶快走。Quickly finish that last bite. 快点把你的最后一口吃完。We gotta go. 我们要走。And one guy says, "Oh, I gotta get Joseph's bones." 而且有一个人说，哦，对不起，我们还有那个约瑟的骸骨。Some of us are carrying. Joseph's bones. We, among some people, are carrying the dreams of the old. We 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 are carrying the dreams of the old. And I refuse to get stuck even if I die. 我拒绝好像卡在这里，甚至我死。The journey to the promised land is not staying where the miracles happened. 就是去往这个应许之地这条路，不是。The journey towards the promised land means we can't stay where the miracles happened. 所以就是我们这个呃旅程去往应许之地，就是说我们不能够停在这儿，要不然的话我们见不到那个神迹。The Israelites set up tents; they didn't set up permanent houses. 以色列人他们只是搭那个搭起了帐篷，而不是一个永久的房子。And and how annoying is it? 你觉得那样多么不方便，多么不不好 ？When God's leading you by pillar of cloud by day. And a pillar of fire by night. When God, in the night, leads you, in the morning, in the fire, in the night, in the fire. I think this is chapter 13. I believe this is the 13th chapter. Sorry, that's not the annoying part. The annoying part is it says because they had a cloud by day and fire by night, they could move any time in day or night. Actually, the most annoying thing is that when you are moving in the night, God, why can't we just do it by day? Everybody else would do that. It just makes sense. We just got here. We just set up camp. You mean we have to move also by night? You say, 难道我们晚上还要离吗？还要走离开吗 ？Yeah, because I'm doing new wine skin. You have to be pliable. You have to be able to stretch a day or night. 神说，因为我在做一个新的这个呃新皮带，所以你需要被灵活，你需要被这个扩张，你需要被改变。You have to be like Joseph. 你现在要像约瑟一样。Who wasn't stuck? 他是不被卡住的。He was ready to move day or night. 他是。He was ready to move dead or alive. 甚至不管是生还是死，他都是愿意跟神一起往前行的。Some of us think that we can't move when we're dead. 有的人说我好像死了，我是不能够往前走的。Some of us think that we can only move in the day, but not when it's darkest night. 有有的人说我只能白天运行，晚上这么黑，我是不能走的。I want to tell you, you can get unstuck even in your darkest night. Oh, I want to tell you when God says, "Tell them it's time to move." You can move even at night. 
所以神当神说叫你们的儿女们运行的时候，甚至你们在晚上的时候，你们也是可以运行的。Who? Holy Spirit, speak to us. 圣灵向我们说话。Day or night. 早晚都向我们说。Hebrews 11 celebrates Joseph. 呃，希伯来书十一章就来庆贺这个约瑟。By faith, even when his end was near. 在这个就是说，在信心的里面，甚至他知道他的日子已经近了。By faith, even though his daylight was coming to an end and night was coming. 当信在信心里面，他虽然看到白日白昼已经夜间已经来了。That's a good version too. 这就是一个经文。He spoke about the exodus of the Israelites from Egypt and gave instructions. Concerning the burial of his bones. So, when he was born, he mentioned, "Joseph was born." He mentioned, "Promise, promise me, I'm not going to get stuck here." He left his bones as a promise. He said, "You have to promise me. You 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 have to promise me. Even if the previous generation doesn't see it, they're going to see it through us. 甚至前一个时代，他们没有看见，他们要通过我们看见。I think partly at Zion, we have to move every Sunday. I think it's one way to keep us pliable. 所以就像我们西安一样，教会一样，我们好像每个主日我们都得搬椅子啊。这是是让我们更加的身体是灵活的，是可以改变的。So if some of you guys are feeling stiff and stuck Sunday morning, come help us move stuff. 所以有的时候感觉你好像身体僵硬的时候，你就早点来这个主日，能够帮助我们来呃。Get moving. 能够让我们能够自己动起来。Or a plug to join the dance team. 或者你就参加那个呃我们的祷告，呃我们的那个舞蹈团。Notice whenever the pressure mounted. 我们注意到当那个压力好像一直堆积起来，像山一样高的时候。When the pressure began to increase. 当这个压力越来越大的时候。Or when food started to get routine. 所以好像好像当一些事情成为我们的一个例行的时候。People went back to where their minds were still a bit stuck. People started to complain and long for a place where they were stuck for 400 years. So, God, people started to complain. They 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 I'd rather be further away from the promise than where I am now. Because the pressure is too great, the pain is too great. We often get stuck when we look back. We forget to move forward when we start looking back. Because when you look back, you start wanting to turn back. And even if we, we, we don't turn back, but even when we're looking back, we unwittingly begin to veer off course. So, just when, even if we don't turn back, we're just When they're training for sprinting, they're, they're, they're doing elite running. They tell runners, never look behind you. So, when you're training for running, they tell runners, never look behind you. 
Because you run to where your eyes are gazing. God put eyes in the front of our head, not in the back. Because we're designed to go towards where our eyes look. And the moment we turn back, we may have been traveling straight. But the moment I turn back, my alignment is off. And I begin to veer off in a direction that wasn't where I was supposed to go. And the only way to correct our, our direction is that we set our vision back forward. In fact, we set our vision upward. And we'll come back to that point. So we're, we've suspended a few things in the air. We get stuck when we look back. I'm just going to quickly touch on this because someone that was a new wineskin was Noah. And I never saw it this way before. If he used old wineskin to understand why he needed to build an ark, he would have never built it. Why do I have to build this big cumbersome thing for a problem that doesn't exist? There's no use for this thing. Because the problem hasn't even existed. We've never seen rain. Flood. We've never even seen rain. And I don't even know what that is. Old mindset would have been like, we don't need this. I don't have room for the new in my old mindset. That's not going to work. But not only was Noah pliable, Watch how he responded to destruction and losing everything. Now he didn't lose everything, he kept his family, but everything else he knew was gone. The landscape as he knew it, how he used to function, all gone. Where he started the journey and where he was getting off, two different places. But watch his new wineskin response. Now it's been about 270 days he's been on the boat. And finally, not only has the rain stopped, but you know it takes water to seep and then the land to dry. So it would, be, it would have been all muddy. So he sends out a bird reconnaissance spy team. 
，他就把一个呃鸟把让它飞出去，是他的一个就是呃那个间谍，这是他的间谍团队。It sends out a raven. 他放出去的是个乌鸦。The raven didn't come back. 乌鸦没有回来。We don't know exactly why he chose the raven, but we can guess. 我不知道他为什么把那个乌鸦放出去，但是我们可以猜一下。Ravens eat dead things. And so when Noah was going out, he was going out with eyes to look at what he's lost. What's the death and destruction out there? He opened a window. He looked up to heaven, but he still sent out a raven. 所以当他打开窗，他是看着天空的，但他实际上还是把那个乌鸦送出去了。Now because he's so high in the ark, he couldn't see the landscape. All he could do was force to be looked through that window to look up. 所以对他来说，因为那个那个船很高，他打开窗窗户的时候看不见下面的这个地形，他好像被被强迫，他只能够看上面。But you know there are times even when we look up, we send out ravens. 你知道吗？有的时候甚至我们的眼睛是专注在上面，我们还是会把乌鸦送出去。We send out things to go. Survey what was lost. So we will还是会，呃，就是猜出去一些东西。这个东西其实是寻找我们所失去的东西的。That's how we stay stuck. And he waits seven days. Then he waits seven days. I'm not sending ravens no more. I'm sending doves. Holy Spirit, give me eyes. I don't want to see what's lost. I want to see what could be. I'm not looking for dead things. I'm looking for all of these. I'm looking for life. God, anything yet? No. Waits another seven days. Out goes another dove. This is how we're trained to hear Holy Spirit. In the days to come, there are problems that we've never seen yet. There are landscapes that we don't know. Even in the last three years, the landscape that we know is all shifted. Politically, economically, educationally, Morally, things have shifted. Don't send out ravens. It's not about what we lost. It's about where Holy Spirit can rest. That's where we're going to build. See, when Noah was about to leave the ark, he said, No, where the dove landed, there's life there. That's where we're going to build.
when we're not moving and we send out ravens, we're stuck. But when we're not moving and we send out our ears for Holy Spirit, we're not stuck. We're looking ahead. And many people, even churches, during the great COVID pause, was sending out ravens going, what is going to happen in the new landscape? But may we be a church and a family that even though we're paused, we send out Holy Spirit, we send out doves to go, where is their life? Because that's what we're going to build. Moses was a new wineskin. Oh, sorry, Noah was a new wineskin. He was... He listened to Holy Spirit, the voice of God, from the very beginning to provide a solution that the world needed when they didn't know they needed it. And I must say this to young people, but we're all young people. You are going to start providing solutions to problems we have never seen before. In the context of hearing Holy Spirit, and sticking together with their family in an ark and a whole bunch of weird animals. Now you see, there, the Israelites... When they got stuck, waiting for Moses to come down from the mountain, was this Exodus 32? They knew Moses had left, and they knew Moses was going to come back with a word. But what happened? Exodus 32. Moses took too long. God, you took too long. I know Moses went to get tablets. I know the word is coming. 100%. But it took too long. So they started to occupy themselves. And they created a golden calf. Dear family, a golden calf is anything that replaces anything we substitute for God when we think he takes too long. Anything we're unwilling to wait for because we don't know enough, so we do something else, is a golden calf. And to some who untrained ears, what the, the people created sounded like fun. When Joshua and Moses come down the mountain, Joshua says, hey, it sounds like 
um, celebration in the camp. And Moses was like, no, no, no. That's not. That's worship the golden calf. That's not the real thing. When we get stuck, Moses is still on the hill, the word hasn't come back. And it says, we don't know where Moses went. We don't know what happened to him. When you're unsure of what your leader's doing, and you start creating things that look like activity, it's an expression that your heart is stuck. Unwillingness to wait reflects that they were stuck. And interestingly enough, I was reading this chapter in Matthew when Jesus was talking about the kingdom coming. He spoke about Noah and then he spoke about Lot. And do you know what the, the second shortest verse in the Bible is? Do you guys all know what the first, the, the shortest verse in the Bible is? The shortest one is Jesus wept. You know what the second shortest one is? Remember Lot's wife, three words. So Jesus is teaching about the kingdom and says, oh, by the way, Remember Lot's wife. And everybody's searching up Lot's wife's LinkedIn profile. Lot's wife. What's Lot's wife's name? How do I search her up? How can we remember someone who we don't even know their name? What do we know about Lot's wife? Thank God, Jesus is a, is, he's a, he's a easy teacher. Because the test on Lot's wife is really short. There's not a lot of things I have to remember about Lot's wife. All we know is that about her that she was married. She had two kids. And then one other fact. What was that? She looked back, turned to salt. The word looked back. Carries the meaning. Looking back longingly, wanting to return. Now, I, there is nothing. How should I say this? I'm not speaking about 
Because I always say we need to carry the old and the new. I always talk about that. 我常常就说我们需要把带的新旧的进到那个新的。I always talk about Ecclesiastes. It's good that one、uh, grabs one and does not let let go of the other to come up with both. I always refer to like the 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 man of the house that goes into his storehouse and brings out treasures old and new. I always say that we come to the house, we bring the old and new out. We must cherish. There are certain things from the past, like bones, that we're supposed to carry with us. Because some things are from the past, they are necessary to carry into the new. But there are certain things from the past that weren't designed for our journey that don't belong on the ark. 但是有些过去的那些东西是为着我们过去的那个里程预备，但是它不是，它不是啊，适合在这样的一个约里面的。And things that we don't need for the journey or where we're going， 是一些我们往前走是不需要的。Those things don't come with us。这些东西是不应该跟我们同行的。Those things don't look back。这些东西我们不要往后看。It says that she looked back。但是说到她往后看。But you know what her issue was？ 你知道她的问题是什么吗？ She became. I don't know when when you turn into salt, it's not petrified. But I guess so. He she calcified, petrified. She became stuck. 他好像就是被结晶了，就是这样子，他就是被卡在那儿了。She was stuck to her past more than her future. 他好像被他的过去更多的卡住，胜过他在他的将来。She longed for what was more than what was promised. 他。渴望更多是他过去的，而没有是他将来的。When our eyes, when we linger, when we take too long to look at what we lost. 如果我们太多的停留在我们所失去的那些地方，我们太多的沉浸在那些的地方的时候 ，we become stuck and unable to move into the future. 我们就会被卡住，让我们没有办法能够运行到我们的将来。Her attachment to what was was greater than her commitment. To what will be. Um,他的他的过去的那些，好像那个负负载的东西，是好像比他将来他的呃尾声是要更大的。Shall we say that again, right? 我们需要再讲一遍。Don't let your attachment to the past be greater than your commitment. To the promise. 不要让你过去的附加的这些东西成为更大，以至于影响你将来的这个尾声。Otherwise, you get stuck. 不然的话，你就会卡在那儿。I've recently discovered that oil is a good little remedy to help get unglued sticky substances. 所以我最近才发现，那个油啊，其实是帮助那些好像粘在一起的东西能够让它分开来。Oil is also used to unstick locks. 所以油其实是让有些让锁能够让它开锁的。On bicycle gears, oil can be used to unstick chains and gears. 所以在你那个自行车上，你加点油的话，就会让那个锁链那些地方它就会更加润滑。I believe God has oil for us this morning. 我相信早今天早晨神给我们有一些的油。Because it's time. Because this is the time to move on. It's a new day, a new hour. This is a new day, a new hour. I'm doing a new thing. God is doing a new thing. 
Jesus says, "No one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom." Jesus said, "No one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom." So, because you won't yield the greatest harvest when you are off kilter. And that has to do with not being distracted. We must concentrate on the job that's at hand. Right? And, you know, I think this even links back to Papa Daniel's message about the mat. We don't want to linger in the past to lie on our mat. But we're allowed to carry the mat with us. The mat doesn't hold me, I hold the mat. My commitment, my attachment to the past is not greater than my commitment to the future. Noah wasn't distracted by what he saw others doing. Everybody else was enjoying marrying, giving their daughters and, and sons to one another in marriage. But he was a new wineskin. He was doing something no one else had done before. And I, I heard, I was inspired. Uh, Lisa Bevere actually put it this way. She's, she says, I believe many in the next generation uh, don't know what they're called to do because what they're called to do hasn't been formed yet. What the next generations are called to do and carry are things that have never been done and carried before. But when you are, are called to do something new, when you're anointed, when you're to do something that's never been done before, so you don't know what to do with your hands, you get distracted by what everybody else is doing. And I noticed this in my classroom. There are some kids that make art. And they're making something for their parents. Maybe for Father's Day. And some kids, they just want to do what the teacher did and they want to copy that because they can see it and they're doing it. But there's a few artistic ones that want to do something that's never been seen or done before. So while everybody's hands is busy, they're still staring at their lump of clay. The problem is sometimes they know they're called to do something new, they're staring at it, they don't know what to do, they get frustrated. 
问题就是他们知道他们被呼召要做一个新事，他们但是他们看着这个东西，他们不知道做怎么做，他们就卡在那儿，他们就盯在那儿。And they get distracted. 然后他们就开始被周围被分心。And they begin to see what everybody else is doing. 然后他就开始看周围那些人在做什么。And then the time's up, and they forget to work on their own. 然后到到一个时候，他们都忘记要做他们自己该做的事了。And maybe this generation is distracted by what everybody else is doing, because oftentimes you can find out what they're doing by looking on your phone. This generation is easily distracted. This generation is easily distracted from what God is calling them to do. Because they're watching what everybody else is doing. Often through a screen on their phone. Because they often look at people in those outside people doing. They through their phone, through that computer, look at what those people are doing. But in order to do something that's never been done before, but you need to do something that's never been done before. Means a generation that will set their eyes on someone. Is required for the generation to focus on that one. Like Jesus, who said, "I will not do anything unless I see what the Father is doing." Just like Jesus said, "I will not do anything unless I see what the Father is doing." I'm not going to say anything unless I hear that the Father said it. You know, it takes no discernment to criticize. It takes no anointing to criticize. Takes no skill to look at someone and go, "Oh, I, I could do better." But it takes anointing to prophesy. To call into being what isn't. By faith to see what God has called somebody to be, even if they're not there yet, to call that forth. 甚至就是说，在信心里面看到那些人，神呼召他们要成为的，以甚至在他们当下看上去还不像那个样子。Mamas and papas， 为父为母的。It's easy to look at a young person who doesn't do anything with their hands and criticize。就是很很容易就看到这些他们这些孩子来你来评断他们。But it takes anointing to prophesy and call it out。但是需要你的那个，就是呃高抹，以至于你能够来向他们生命说预言，能够让他们成就。And I believe this generation that will do something that's never been done before needs people to pray prayers that have never been prayed before. 所以我相信，就是在这个时代，神要预备他们要做那些他们从来没有做过的，需要一群的来为他们祷告，来预备他们。And many in the secular world, the secular generation. They're looking at the younger generation and going, "Look at what was lost," and they're sending ravens over them. So, it's like in the spiritual world, they see them and say, "Oh, see what they lost." They start to release a lot of ravens. Where are all the traditional ways that, that, that you should be experiencing life? And we're stuck in this landscape. We don't understand this landscape, and we're sending ravens over the next generation. So we just see this new, this this earth. We're completely blocked. We're just like the young people, like the ravens. But no, no, no. We're sending doves. We're sending doves over the next generation. We need doves. We're saying, Holy Spirit, find a place to rest. We need doves over the next generation. We need doves over the next generation. We need doves over the next generation. We need Example: What's happening now? 
Our uh, some of our future friends, future family, are in cultures that may have seven wives. They come to Jesus. Then they come to church. And they say, Pastor, what do I do? And we try to flip through the Bible. When the harvest comes, there are problems that will take place that we don't have solutions for yet. But God's got answers. God has answers. He's not, he's not surprised. He sits on his throne and he laughs. He's not surprised. But he wants to work with us. In us. Through us. But if we're using old wineskin to try to figure out those new problems, both the wine skin and the wine is going to be destroyed. There has to be a generation that says, we look up, we only see what the Father is doing. Okay, maybe just one more drop of wisdom. When I say forgetting the past, I'm not saying have spiritual, I'm not saying have amnesia. Like, like, not pretending it doesn't happen. Okay. Trauma, betrayal, hurt, pain of the past happens. And I'm not ignoring that fact. But my attachment to the past is not more powerful than what Jesus promised for my future. The blood of what he's done on the cross is more than enough to cover everything that happened in the past so I have a better future. Sometimes we, in order to get unstuck, we need to press on. We need to strain towards the goal. Faith is calling those things that aren't as if they are. Don't be fooled. Faith isn't calling what is, isn't. Sorry, I'll explain. Okay. If I'm sick, I'm not feeling well. Faith isn't calling this unwellness right now. I'm fine. That's calling what is, isn't. And so I go to prayer meeting and get 19 other people sick. That's not necessarily faith. 
Faith is calling what isn't is. 信心是说还没有成就的，说现在是。Faith says I'm not well now, but I will be well.信心是说我现在不好，但是我将要好。I'm calling what isn't is.我是是呼召那个还没有成就的成成为。But we need wisdom not to call things that are. We can't say that they aren't. People are going through pain. We can't say they aren't. 所以，我们需要有智慧，不是说别人好像他所经历那些事情，我们说哦，那些是不存在的。People are suffering。人是在受苦中。People have been abandoned。人是被抛弃。The harvest, people have been hurt。在这个丰收，很多人是受伤的。They can't come to our doors and say you're not hurt。你不可能来，他们不可能来到这边。我们说哦，你没有被受伤。But we say you're not there yet, but I'm going to call full healing into you. You're not there yet. I'm calling things out. Aren't as if they are. So have grace. That's part of the oil. Oil embalms it, it heals dry. Oil gets hearts unstuck. Right? If you're not sure what to say, apply oil. The, I, think, I think you get my point there. And we're going to learn ways to deal with, you know, different harvests that come in. But I think first we align our own hearts. And I'd like to pray for different groups of us. It's funny, in my mind I saw a piano. So maybe the angels will play. But I want to first maybe Pray for Zacharias. You've been faithful. You've carried out the work. Found, the angel found you serving, found you in the temple. But there are places in our heart, in his heart, that it was stuck. Places that he stopped moving. Pray that oil begins to flow in that area of our heart. And that part of your heart starts moving again. We'll dream. We'll hope. By the way, hope is a person. That Jesus will fill that space. I want to pray for those that are stuck in a place that's not their permanent dwelling. You know Lot's wife was actually at that moment being handheld by angels. Because Lot and his family, they lingered, and the angel said they took them by hand. 
。你知道，其实罗德和罗罗德这一家他们要出来的时候，其实他们心里面还在犹犹豫豫，是天使是拉起他们的手。They were actually in the middle of a rescue mission. And maybe some of you were in the middle of your rescue mission. But there was too much memories. There was too much history, and you turned back. And you unknowingly created a permanent space where you were only supposed to pass through. I pray for hearts. That unknowingly created, got stuck to a place that they should have passed through. 就是他们好像在不知不觉中，他们的心卡在那些他们在临时的地方，而他们现在只是要经过的地方，而不是他们永久的地方。Father, may you soften those hearts. 主啊，愿你来软化这些心。Loosen those feet. 能够来释放这些脚。That they may carry on to the place that you had promised them. That that you rescued them from Sodom and Gomorrah, and you were bringing them to their promised land. You rescued them from sin, and you were bringing them into a place of promise. 所以主啊，你就是把他们从所所多玛、俄摩拉。We speak release. We 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 speak release. And even as we are all in one way, another way, we identify with the journey of the Israelites. We're marching along to our promised land. We're marching along to our promised land. We're marching along to our promised land. And yet, there are moments that the pressure hits. 但是有一个时刻，好像这个压力太大了。We feel squeezed. 我们好像被好像给被挤压。Or there's even a taste and memories that creep up, like、oh, I wish I could. I don't want to eat quail another day. 好，有的时候好像我们甚至说，哦，我不想再吃那个鹌鹑了。And there's areas of our hearts that still are attached to the past more than our commitment to the future. 有的时候我们的心还是想到我们的过去，而不是委身在我们的将来。Father, would you apply oil? Oil, oil in those parts. 主，你要不要来吐这个油？油，油在这些的地方。Of our thinking. 在我们的思想。Father, hurts of of um deferred hope. Whoa. 因为那个那个痛苦，好像让我们的盼望延迟。Places where we planted seed but did not see any fruit. 那有些地方我们好像种了，但是没有看见任何的果实。Relationships that were broken. 很多的关系是破裂的。Father, even in our weakness, where people that we put our trust in instead of in you, where we were hurt. 主啊，我们甚至我们在软弱当中，主我们的信心是放在你身上，而不是我们的我们的苦痛当中。I ask for oil. 我向神要油。Oil in places of prayer that we even forgot that we prayed. 那个油能够高抹在那些我们的祷告，甚至我都忘了我这样祷告的地方。We embrace the new wine. We may we be like the new wine skin. Let us become that new wine skin. May we be like Joseph. 
Take my bones. Old bones, but not old wine skin. That we would see your promises. This year, this year, this year, is activity fulfillment of promises. I believe even just agreeing with what Papa David has been saying, it's a year to pass through the gates, not just to look at them, but step through the doors that God has opened for us. Father, pour out, pour out your new wine. We are pliable vessels. May this be a family that is, that moves to your spirit. As you grow in us, as you bubble up within us, so that it can be poured out to those around us. Unstuck, undone. May we be undone by your by your goodness. Undone by your ending unending grace. Un, completely undone by your immeasurable love. Uh, yeah, unstuck. Father, we hear you. We hear you say, get moving. It's time to get moving. Bless his family. Father, even in our fellowship time that happens after this, may the oil pour in each of our hearts that we help each other get moving. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. And amen. amen.